Tell Me More podcast is being recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Our guest today is a media personality, social media influencer and someone you may know as Tully from Big Brother. But I am lucky to know Tully Smythe as one of my close friends. After eight years of being single, Tully has a lot of dating experience, both good and bad. And today she's here to give us her very honest insights on navigating singledom in your 30s. My name is Olivia Molly Rogers, and I'm excited to get comfortable in the uncomfortable with you and remind you that nobody is perfect and everybody has something going on behind the scenes that you may not know about. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Good to have you here, Tom. Thanks for inviting me. I've actually been waiting when I get the call up. <laughs> I was a little bit offended I wasn't the first step. <laughs> well, the thing was, I wanted to have you on to talk about, you know, being single in your 30s, etc., etc. And then you went and got yourself a beautiful boyfriend. So you kind of ruined that plan. Yeah, I slipped and fell into that one, didn't I? You really I did. really did. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. But a lot of people, I feel like, their history of knowing Tully is Tully from Big Brother, Tully who went on the show with a girlfriend, came out with a boyfriend. Um, so your dating life has been a lot of people's focus on you for a really long time. Well, I was also single for eight years. Well, there's also that. Like Drew was kind of my last official boyfriend and then I spent the next eight years single. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that a lot of my followers sort of – know me as I think they sort of see me as like the girl that can sort of make them feel okay about being single in their 30s and I'm happy to talk about my dating stories and about what it's like to go to the wedding you know and be like the seventh wheel or like the 13th wheel you know the one that has to sleep in the bunk beds at the Airbnb yeah (laughs) so that's kind of what uh, yeah people kind of I think know me most I feel like what I'm I meant from the beginning is like I think because all of that happened publicly then people were really invested in your dating life and like rooting for you and wanting you to find someone. And then with you being so honest about being single and the struggles of being single. Um, yeah. You've got like this big community that's like so invested. Yeah. Yeah. They, it really, and I'm surprised every time, like every time I make an announcement, whether it's that I've, you know, been dumped again or that I've got a new relationship the response is so overwhelming and it, it feels so personal. Mm. Like it, they feel like little sisters, big sisters, aunts, uncles, mums. Like it feels they really truly are happy to see me happy. Yeah. And they feel really invested because they have been with me for 11 years now. They've seen me grow up. They've seen me, you know, go through it all ups and downs. Um, but they're definitely it, it blows me away every time just how invested they are. It's so sweet. It's so heartwarming. It it brings tears to my eyes. But, yeah, every time I do anything, I'm like, oh, my God, do you guys actually care? You actually really care about me. And they want to see me happy, which is so heartwarming after all these years. Yeah, it's so nice. Um, So I uh, obviously became single in my 30s as well, which is not where I saw my life going. Um. And I've had quite a few people in my DMs asking me questions about dating, but I, it's all <laughs> still quite new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no expert, but I feel like you are somewhat of an expert and you have a lot more experience when it comes to online dating, 
dating in general and what to look for, what to, um, you know, be wary of, all these things. So that's what I want to get into today. Mm-hmm. I want you to teach me and teach <laughs> the listeners about dating. And then also because obviously you have found this beautiful man. So I have. We'll mm. get there as well. <laughs> um, I want to know, first up, it was funny. You sent me, someone had screenshot a Hinge profile of mine, um, but it was fake. And you sent it to me being like, oh, hey, like, here we go. And I was like, oh, that's not me. And you said, oh, thank God, because the answers were terrible. And you're like, I, I would hope that you would do better than that. <laughs> that <laughs> um, doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> but so on that, I would love to know what you what your answers were like, because you've met a couple of partners. Yeah, me. my last, my, well, my current relationship and my last relationship were both I mean, I'm on hinge. Yeah. So I'm a full advocate. I, this isn't like I'm waiting for them to hit me up and offer me a, a lot of money to keep talking about them because I, I could not be a bigger fan of hinge. I have met, yeah, two amazing men on hinge. So and I'm all for it. I, from what I understand is like, say Tinder, whatever, you don't have to give as much info about yourself, but hinge you do. Yeah. 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 So I, I prefer hinge because it kind of, yes, it gives you the photos and you know, they are important still, Yeah. but it also gives you a chance to show a bit more of your personality. So there are three prompts you can choose. And trust me, even from, you know, when I was single two years ago and I had hinge to most recently the app has changed so much. Like the prompts are so varied. There's so many different topics you can pick from. Um, And so basically you pick three questions and then you answer them. So you get kind of a glimpse into their personality, their sense of humor, whether they have correct spelling and grammar, for instance, Mm -hmm. which is so so important, so important. If you don't know you're theirs from you're theirs, then like see you later. Um, But I really, especially now that, you know, I'm 36, that to me, personality, sense of humor is so much more important than how someone looks. So that's why I prefer Hinge because I feel like it does give you a bit more of a snapshot into the person, not just whether they're, you know, six foot four and hot. (laughs) (laughs) But that was also important for you. I mean, (laughs) height used to be really important for me, but it's, you know. You lowered it over the time over the time you were single. Well, I lowered it, and also um, my current partner may have told porcupines, so we snuck in there. It's boy math. Yeah, boy yeah. math. You just add a yeah, add an inch, <laughs> an inch or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what are like you said? You look for spelling and grammar, mm-hmm. sense of humor. Mm-hmm. What else when it comes to their answers are you are you looking for? I think that um, showing some of your personality, being original um, is so important. So many guys like see someone else's question and answer and just copy it. Mm. And then they think they're original and then you're just seeing the same thing over and over again. Um, I think something that shows an insight into their personality, what they're looking for in a partner, um, whether they've got a sense of humor. Sense of humor is so important to me. Yeah. And if you can show that you've got a bit of wit – a bit of, you know, a bit of spice to you that's going to get me over the line. Um, so, yeah, mine, I spent forever on mine, like forever. Like I made the profile and I was so nervous. Do you still have it? Yeah. Can we, can I was, we hear your I actually answers. re-downloaded it the other day because people now ask me for like help on their profile. I have friends sending me screen grabs. You should start a mentoring program. I have friends sending me screen grabs <laughs> of their Hinge profiles and like, all right, what do you think? And I'm like, oh, okay, like change the first photo to the third photo. Um, that prompts great, sassy, a bit aggressive for the opener. Put that <laughs> as the third. 
Um, and like, you know, I always tell people to be honest about what they're looking for. I think yeah. so often girls think they have to play this aloof, cool girl, like, mm. oh, whatever, like casual's fine. If you're looking for a long-term relationship, say that. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just wasting your time, you're wasting their time. And if a guy thinks it's too intense to say that you want kids, then he's not the guy for you anyway. Yeah. So I was, I had a lot of information on my profile, a lot. Is like, this, this going to take up the whole episode? I mean... Maybe. No. <laughs> How do I even? So I re-downloaded it the other day. I don't still have Hinge, obviously. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you want me to like show it? Maybe. Can we Can we get screen grabs and like put it up on the? Yeah. Yeah, yeah? absolutely. Okay. So I opened with a nice little like. Gorgeous. Yeah. Wholesome. N- not edited, not professional shot, not like a shot for my Instagram. At Harvey. When we were She's just at Harvey the other day. <laughs> She's approachable. Yeah. I look, you know, and I'm wearing like, kind of like a cute little like feminine floaty dress. Mm-hmm. Um, which says, you know, I would make a great wife one day, maybe. <laughs> and I also am sure I have a glass of wine in the shot and it said my weekends look like. Yeah. So, like, I'm being honest. Like, I drink wine, a, a lot of it. And then my first <laughs> opener prompt is my roast irrational fear. And I wrote, and I'm very proud of this one. <laughs> I said that I am, in fact, not ready, willing and able to assist in the event of emergency when sitting in an exit row. Because that is a real fear of mine. Like, I actually don't know if I could push that door out. You would probably freeze. But I want to have the extra leg room because I'm a tall girl. (laughs) But I do worry that I would be useless. (laughs) So you say yes when they ask all the questions. Absolutely. And I really really give them all my attention as well. Like, I'm like, AirPods out. Like, Like trying to be a good student. Looking at my little cart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then I have all my, like, juicy bits. Okay. So I have my age. I have my height, which is correct. It's true to mm-hmm. my actual height. Um, I have that I want children, which, again, I know a lot of women I talk to think it's too intense or it's scary putting it out there so openly, but I that's a deal breaker for me, yeah. as you know, and I need to be op- open and honest about that. There's no point meeting someone and having seven amazing dates and then we find out that I want children and they don't. Yeah, for sure. I also think, like, your profile should actually match who you are yeah. so that when they meet you in person they're like oh you're the same as what I expected yeah like if you're selling some different version of yourself then it's just a waste of time yours and theirs yeah um I have my star sign because that's important to me um and then I have that I'm looking for a long-term relationship now mm-hmm. the options for this are insane these days what do you mean like when I I'll read them out to you it's okay. just everything's changed so much in just two years like from when I was single last Everything has changed so much. So the options are for your dating intentions, life partner. Now, I did feel like that was too intense to pick. So I picked a long-term relationship. Okay. I don't know. Life partner just sounded a bit, yeah. I don't know. It does sound intense. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, that is what you wanted. I but, know, but. But a long-term relationship can. Leads to a life partner. Yes. So it goes life partner, long-term relationship, long-term relationship, open to short, short-term relationship, open to long. Interesting. Short-term relationship, figuring out my dating goals, which let me tell you is what most men our age have. Mm. It's like doll. If you haven't figured them out at thirty-five, and you're and you're clicking that button, like no. (laughs) Then it says prefer not to say, and then there's a little box where you can add a little bit more about you know, I guess explaining yourself. Hmm. Yeah, and then relationship type. I've chosen monogamy, but there's monogamy non-monogamy, figuring out my relationship type and prefer not to say. Okay. So like there's just – you can really make your profile quite specific and niche to exactly what you're looking for. Um, I mean if you pay for Hinge, there's like Hinge X or something, you can get it so that you only 
you know, search for Scorpio men, which you would never do because Scorpio men are like quite literally life ruiners. <laughs> but like if you pay for the premium subscription, you can be like, you can literally be like only six foot five men in South Yarra who are Geminis, who do you don't drink. Too? No, I just had a Gemini. I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> No, I would not recommend Gemini's either. Um, So, yeah, so that's my first prompt. And then I have – what's my next photo? See, I've been off it for so long I can't even remember how to use it. Hello? Oh, okay. I'm also wondering if – so your boyfriend's name is Ned. Ned. I'm wondering if Ned's profile – Shocking. Yeah, okay. Shocking. We'll get to that after the professional one. Yeah. So then I have like a cute little photo of me in a bikini, not professional, me in Bali. And it said it's all about the simple things. Because you can also choose prompts to, like, explain your photo. Okay. Then I have a, a hot one oh, from an event that we were at together. Gorgeous. Because look at me. You look amazing. But it is the third photo. Like, I'm not, like, in your face, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm cute and approachable, but I You're can also be hot. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then my next prompt is I'll brag to you – I'll brag about you to my friends if – and then I said, you have something other than marching powder, green lights, or scar tissue on your bedside table. Mm-hmm. Now, you would know these are books. Yes. But these are like the three books that most straight men have read. Or have them there but haven't read. Yes. Mm. Or gifted them from like their mum for Christmas yeah. but actually haven't opened them. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about how I love reading and how, you know, I'm a journalist, they offer up one of these books as the book. That, or the other one is um, Shoe Dog, the mm. Nike story. And so that's kind of like a little like – it's kind of tongue in cheek. It's like I'd love if you were a reader. If you get that gag, then they can come in and tell you what they've read recently. Yeah, that isn't that. So yeah. with that one, I either had men be like, "What's wrong with marching powder?" <laughs> <laughs> or I had smart, witty, brilliant men being like, "Lol, like that's yeah. hilarious." Like those are the three basic bitch books for yeah. men, for white men, basically. Um, the next photo is me with Lozzie because I was like, I have to have a friend in the show. Like, I can't just be – I have friends, guys, yeah. you know. She's a social girl. Yeah, I'm a social gal. Um, and my third prompt is – now, this was – I played around with this for a bit because I was like, is this too forward? Is this – because my last profile when I was last on here was a completely different profile. It was like, I'm single party girl. I'm a lot of fun. You know, my one of my prompts was like, don't hate oh, – I can't even say it without cringing – it was like, don't, oh, I can't, <laughs> it was like, this just shows how much I've changed and grown in, you know, a couple of years. It said, don't hate me if I drink you under the table. <laughs> and they were all like super bikini, like mm. edited shots. Yeah. So this profile well, was always going to attract the wrong person. Mm. Yeah. So this last one is dating me is like biting into a cheese and tomato jaffle. High stakes, high reward. Hmm. I like that. Now, I originally said um, something like, it's going to burn your tongue, but it's delicious or something like that. <laughs> and I thought, nah, that's too graphic. So I, I took it back a notch. Okay. But I still felt iffy about that one. I'm like, is that just a bit too like forward or like too- It's a bit sexy. Sp- yeah. It, mm. Yeah. Anyway, I kept it. I mean, it, it worked, so- it did work. And that's the prompt that Ned chose to respond to as Isn't well. It? And then the next photo is just a really nice kind of big teeth smiley one. Cute. And then the one after that is me pretending that I surf. Yeah. Perfect. But it also says together we can be terrible at because I, I oh. can't surf. Cute. Wait, so when someone responds to your profile, do they only respond to one prompt or photo? They or- can choose. They can just send you like a like or they can respond to a certain photo, respond to a certain prompt. And it just kind of helps them 
I guess, open the conversation, right? Because they've got something to start off with. And you have, but you have to have both matched, like swiped yes, each other yeah, yeah. to do so that. So it's still, yeah, that's still a thing, which is great. Because otherwise, oh, the worst is when guys don't match with you and they slide into your DMs on Instagram. Mm. And they're like, hey, I saw you on Hinge, but thought I'd try here. And you're like, yeah, I saw you too. And yeah. I didn't you've swipe just, you. You've just broken protocol. <laughs> you've just literally, you've, like you've just let yourself into my home <laughs> Get and, out. and said, hey, I thought you'd have a wine. It's like, excuse me. No. <laughs> no one invited you in here. Please leave. It feels really like. Mm. Yeah. No. That's but no, yeah, Ned's want. profile was shocking. So talk me through it. Absolutely shocking. So again, at my age, like if you don't put effort into your dating profiles, mm. to me that shows the lack of effort you're going to put into dating me. Yeah. Like if you can't sit down literally and take five to ten minutes to write a couple of lines on your dating profile, why the hell should I give you my time? Yeah. Why? Well, also I think it just shows what they're there for, right? Like I feel like. Well, that's what I assume, right? Yeah. But then when I brought this up with Ned, he said, oh, I just didn't think girls cared about that. I didn't think girls read that. Interesting. And maybe they don't. Maybe when you're a bit younger you just – because I know that when I first got on the apps I was just looking for a 10 out of 10. Like I wanted a hot bad – I wanted a hot bad boy. I wanted like a tatted up guy with like a man bun who rode a motorbike. Literally most of your exes yeah. look, look and sound just like that. I feel like I've graduated over the years. Yeah. Like they're getting better and better. The hair gets shorter. Mm. The tattoos are less. Yeah. <laughs> the attitude is better. Better. <laughs> They're sweeter, they're kinder. Their hair is cleaner. (laughs) (laughs) So I, honestly, Ned's profile sucked. It did. It sucked. The photos were grainy. They were like taken on like hipstamatic back in like, you know, 2012. Um, lots Hipster- of- <laughs> Remember Hipstamatic? Remember Hipstamatic? I actually didn't, but I do now. It was like a little like analog camera app and the yeah. photos were awful, but we loved it because it mm-hmm. felt really like vintage, like... Um, so yeah, shitty photos, grainy photos, old photos, group shots with the guys, footy photos, and just one word response responses to his prompts. But why did you match him then? If you like, they, they sound like all the things that you're like, they mm. are, but he sent me a rose. What does that mean? So on Hinge, you can either buy, or I think they gift you like one a week, a virtual rose. Mm-hmm. And it's like to tell someone that you really like them, like you'd really like a chance. It's like one step up from a, a, a like or a swipe right or whatever. Yeah, okay. And I thought that takes courage. Like that. that's like basically the equivalent, the dating app equivalent of someone coming up to you at a bar and being like, can I buy you a drink? Yeah, okay. And I thought that takes courage. Um, I think there was one photo that I liked, maybe like one shot. I was like, mm, he's kind of cute there. Smile. Yeah, he's smiling. Yeah, mm. he's smiling. He's got great teeth. Um, but apart from that, I thought, mm, dentist, that's going to be dry as. Like, <laughs> boring. I've never seen a hot dentist before now, obviously. Like, I've never seen a hot dentist. My dentist have always been a bit older than me. I thought, what are we going to talk about? We've got nothing in common. Um, my teeth are already amazing. I've already had my teeth fixed. <laughs> so he's not used to me in that department. You know, I can't get free dental work. Um, he was only 32, which I thought, oh, was that a bit young yeah. for what, I, what I'm ready for and what I'm wanting? Um, he said 6'2", but as we know, we minus a couple. So mm. I was like, oh, is he, is he even six foot? Is he? He's 6'1". Okay. He will say he's six one and a half. On a good day. On a, when he's wearing his heels. He's, he's <laughs> six, one and a half. Um, but, yeah, I just – I thought, okay, look, 
And also beggars can't be choosers, man. Like I was just back in the game. I'd had I'd been on maybe one or two pretty shocking dates. Mm. And I thought, what's the worst that can happen? I think it was like a Wednesday night. I was on the couch and I thought, I'll give him a shot. So yeah. but his profile was shocking and didn't make sense. Like one of them was like, and I asked him about it, he's like, Oh yeah, I just copied that from one of my mates' profiles. Mm. He said Come on, Ned, you're a smart boy. The award I should be nominated for. Steaming hams. What? What does that mean? Does that even make Does that even make sense? Do you know what that means, Daniel? I think he's just good at steaming hams. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my love language is my love language is barbecue shapes. No. Yeah, it's a Simpsons it's quote, a Simpsons isn't it? Reference, yeah. Apparently, because oh. I and I even said, oh, like I've never had a steamed ham. Like, and he went with it for a bit before admitting, oh, it's just a quote from Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. My love language is barbecue shapes. <laughs> I'm looking for milk that tastes like real milk. Is that another Simpsons quote? Uh, it's just an ad from back in the day. Like, <laughs> what is that? What are those? <laughs> See, I think from this he's, he would have attracted like a guy mate. And it like, sounds like he's over all, a girlfriend. Yeah, right? And he had no Matt, information. Matt's loving this. <laughs> yeah, Matt's like, um, when can I meet this guy? <laughs> you know what? You guys will probably get along. He gets along with everybody. And then he had no information. He had mm. nothing about what he was looking for, nothing about what he wanted, um, nothing about, I mean, I don't know if he smokes, drinks. Mm. I, don't, I don't know anything about him. So it was a really lackluster profile. But then I think we see, don't judge a book too quickly. Like, yeah. you know, you have to, it's it's tough. Yeah. But I do think it's important if you are looking for a serious relationship, if you're just looking for a one night stand, chuck your hottest photos up there and, you know, Bob's your uncle. But mm. I think if you are looking for a long-term relationship, a life partner, if you will, it is important that you put some effort in and show some of your personality. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've learned a lot already. <laughs> I would love to get my hands on your dating profiles. Oh my god, I would do some damage. <laughs> That's terrifying. You wouldn't need help, obviously, because A, you're stunning and B, you're very smart and clever Thank and funny. You. But I would just love to like be the one that gets to go through them. I think I still would need help because I it's hard. Like that's yeah. That's hard. It's it would be hard for you because you would literally be inundated with like four thousand million requests. Mm. And you know what? I was just thinking, no one would be good enough for me. Like I've never liked anyone you've dated, have I? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking, man, if you did give me control of your app, I'd just be like, no, 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 no. I would probably do the same for you, though. I feel like that's like. No, you are so much nicer than me. You'd be like, no, don't. Oh. He looks really sweet. Oh, look, he's got a dog. Like, <laughs> Actually, Give yeah. him a chance. That's exactly what you'd be like. This is true, but like my bar used to be quite low. My bar has it's increased. Yeah, because you've done the work. You've worked yeah. on yourself and you've realised what you deserve, which is the absolute world. Oh, thanks, Tom. It's been, I, a, it's been a long slog to get you there, though. It's been a journey. Mm. Um. I want to talk about some experiences as a single girl. Mm -hmm. You mentioned before being like the seventh wheel, um, going to weddings by yourself, doing things like that. And yeah, I've had, I've experienced that over the past 18 months or so, a lot of firsts Mm -hmm. um, on my own, which can be really daunting, but I feel like the more you do, it does feel a bit empowering and you're like, oh, I'm actually fine. Like, Mm. it's okay. But I know a lot of people struggle with that because I get people in my DMs asking about that a lot. Um, so, yeah, I would love for you to talk through how you navigated that and, yeah, some little tips and, and tricks. Yeah, so I for a long time was like 
the extra person. So I remember like even we went, me, Lisa, DeSanctis, Tessa, you know, I went on a couple's, I firstly invited myself. That's how you've really got to put yourself out there or you'll just get left behind. And it's, it's so tricky, especially as you get into your thirties, everyone's engaged, getting married, having kids. And you're kind of in this weird um, no man's land, Mm. right? Because you're not, we're not in our twenties. We're not going to the clubs every night. We're not, you know, at electric on a Thursday night with the kids on the dance floor and you're not married. We're kind of in this weird limbo. Yeah. Cause where do you, you know, where people say, where do you meet guys these days? Cause we don't go to clubs anymore. I think also like when you're in your thirties, a lot of, uh, a lot of the good guys or good girls are partnered up already. Mm-hmm. It's like you're waiting for the next batch you're of like people that are going to get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> divorced. No, fully. And it's just a really weird sort of space of life to be in. Yeah. You know, you're not going to the club, so you're on your couch, but then you're also not being invited to the first birthdays because they think, oh, she's busy or she hasn't got kids. Oh, we'll save she her from it. Yeah. So you kind of get left behind by everyone. It's a really odd space to be in. But, yeah, there have been so many times when I've, you know, we've we've gone on holidays and there's been the Airbnb. There, there was always the bunk bedroom at an Airbnb, isn't there? And mm-hmm. it's always the single people that get stuffed into the bunk bedroom. Like, what if I want to spread out and have a nice little sleep in? Um, or you're like, you know, everyone's driving up in their cars and then you have to drive yourself and you have to do the road trip alone because everyone's or doing it in twos. Or be in the back with the luggage. Yeah, or be in the middle mm. of the back. Um, yeah, weddings are tough. You know, I went to a wedding of a friend of ours recently and it was interstate and, you know, you have to do flights on your own and you play for accommodation on your own. You're chipping in for the present on your own. You know, everything that everyone else is doing and they get to sort of split it, you cop it. Yeah solo um so it's tough it is really tough I think it's important to not let the fact that you're alone hold you back from anything I think mm. that if you do that you could you end up feeling more alone and more isolated like I make the effort I figured out ages ago okay cool so my friends have kids or my friends you know I'm married they just need a little bit more lead time now than say you or I do right like I could message you on a Thursday and say you free for dinner tomorrow and you might be but your friends with kids you just kind of have to pre-plan a bit more yeah hey are you free in three weeks time Mm. for a 5 p.m pub dinner Mm -hmm. at a kid-friendly establishment Mm -hmm. um but it it is really tough and there's been so much especially like Christmases holidays are really tough um it feels like everybody else is away doing really fun things and you're alone on the couch but you just you, you can't let it stop you from living your life yeah and also, there is so much to be said for being single and doing those things on your own and being able to, you know, you can have the late nights, you can have the sleep-ins, you know, the wedding that I was at. Um, I came home late. I ordered Maccas. I ate it in bed. I played Taylor Swift TikToks till about 3 a.m. Mm. And then I slept in. My mates had to get up and feed the toddler and go down to the pool early to, you know, give them some some time to run off, ed, you know, burn some steam. So, it's so easy to get bogged down in like what you're missing out on. Yeah. But there is so much to be said about being single in your 30s. You know who you are. You've got um, more income to go and, you know, do new hobbies, enroll in some courses, Mm -hmm. take your girlfriends away. When I went through my last breakup, I just booked literally back-to-back girls' weekends away. Mm. You can't do that when you've got kids. Yeah. So there is there is so much to focus on. I know it's so hard sometimes you get really bogged down, especially when you've been on the apps for years and you feel like there's no good ones left out there and you get dating fatigue. It's such a thing, mm. dating fatigue, especially when you're dating from the apps. You just feel like you're putting yourself out there time and time again. And 
I felt like I was giving a little piece of myself to each of these people and it just starts to really wear at you. Yeah. And you get really tired of it. It's also hard, like, starting from scratch again, mm. being like, how many siblings do you have? Like, what What's your you, star like- sign? Do you go to therapy? Do you love your mother? Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> what's your relationship with your mother? Actually, I, I want to come back to that because I feel like there are some good questions there that you have to ask on a date. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that's really good advice. Like trying to not focus on what you're missing out on, but focus on what you can do. Because I felt that but- like I live by myself and I love it. And I have friends. I, I caught up with um, a couple of friends the other day who have two little boys and they're so gorgeous, but they are so intense and the parents are exhausted all the time. And I was like, yeah, like I love living by myself. And as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, I feel bad. Mm. I'm going to take that back. But they were like, yeah, that sounds really luxurious. Um, oh. Like just being able to, you know, put things where you want them and they will still stay there. Yeah, And just doing whatever you want, walking yeah. around in whatever you want and just listening to anything, watching anything, like just all of those things. Buying expensive and candles. And you live by yourself as well. Yeah, yeah. live by myself as well. Yeah, buying expensive candles, you know, sitting down and watching back-to-back episodes of a show, you know, make cooking what you want to eat. Mm. Um, there are so many positives to being single. Yeah. And I think you should really milk it and make the most of it because there will be a time one day where you're not and you'll be like, you'll be missing these days. Yeah, and you'll be like, I wish that I made the most of that time. Being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it, being able to leave the house, you know, in a second's notice, being able to say yes to a last minute, you know, road trip. That is all stuff you cannot do when, yeah. when you're in a relationship or when you've got kids or when you're married. So, yeah, I, I'm just, I milked all of that. Um, because I knew that, you know, it's not always going to be that way. Yeah. In saying that, though, you definitely had hard times. Oh, it was um, so lonely and yeah. depressing, yeah. How, when you were having a moment, or like a real lonely, sad moment, how did you get yourself out of that? For me, when I'm having a really rough time, I tend to go really um, insular and internal. Mm. You would know that, you know, people... You don't answer your no, phone. It's no, really I go really... really <laughs> I, never, <laughs> I never answer my phone anyway. It's not personal, Liv. Um, but no, when something, yeah, I go really quiet and really hermity mm. and I think that's okay. I think you can have a couple of days of doing that, but then you got to brush yourself off and get up and, and get out there. It sounds like such a cliche and trust me, I heard it so many times and I rolled my eyes, but moving your body exercise is a game changer, mm-hmm. fresh air, figuring out your self-soothing techniques. You know, I know for a fact that reading for, for me is a real self-soothing technique. Yeah. Um, walks with friends. If you don't feel like being super social, you don't feel like going out for a drink or maybe drinking you think isn't a good idea at the time. I know when I'm going through stuff, I've learned that it's best for me to avoid drinking. Um, a walk around the town or walk around, you know, your local park where you kind of get that. For me as well, I found that if I, if I put time limits on it, like a tan lap is a certain amount of time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, it just doesn't feel super overwhelming. Yeah. Um, Reaching out to family, friends, animals, mm. babies help. They do. Babies help. Um, my cat honestly saved my life, I think. Um, and just like just finding – doing your comfort stuff. Like I was eating, you know, yogos with choc chips, foods – dippy eggs, like foods that make you feel safe and comforted. I kind of revert. Whenever you're going childhood through, foods. I revert back. Mm. Like I was eating yogos. I was eating um, bigger stringers. I was making fairy bread. It sounds a bit cooked when I say it all like that. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Just foods that like, you know, just doing things that make you feel good. Treating yourself. Go buy your fresh flowers. Walk to the markets. Get your nails done. Pay 300 bucks for expensive massage at a day spa. Mm. 
Do things that make you feel good. Do things for yourself. Yeah, they're good tips. Mm. Um, I want to know when I um, reflect on previous relationships, my mum actually said to me that she doesn't think in hindsight that any partner, and this is like no offence to any of my exes, she doesn't think that I chose any of them because I was like, you're the best person that I know and I want to be with you. It was kind of like whoever was giving me the most at the time and I was like, ah, you'll do. I like you enough to (laughs) start going out with you. Um, So I don't think I was picky enough and I wasn't thinking enough about what I actually want. And then I'd be in the relationship and be like, wow, we're actually really not aligned in so many ways. So moving forward, I'm like, okay, there are certain questions that I need to ask someone straight away to be sure about, and it sounds really basic. I'm sure many people have figured this out well before I have, Um, but it's good now. So one of those is asking someone to describe their best friends because I feel like the way they talk about their friends is like so, is so important. Um, Similarly, the way that they talk about their mum siblings family in general that's such a big one what about you can you give me like one of your go-to questions that you'll ask someone that you know it's always a red flag for me if they talk badly about their last partner Mm. um I like yeah if they I always ask about their past relationship and I you know I know that some people find that controversial I think you shouldn't bring up exes I'm not saying on a first date Mm. but I'm saying in those early stages I find it really fascinating to hear about I, I want to. That's how you learn about them. I know, but what if their ex actually was toxic? Then there's ways. It's it's there's not, ways of talking so not about being it. Like, oh, she's crazy. She's a fucking being, bitch. Yeah, she's no, a psycho. We don't want that. No. Yeah. I would like them to hear. Um, you know, you know, she's a great person. We just didn't work out, or mm. just the way they speak about someone they used to love to me says a lot, mm-hmm. a lot about that. Um, I think, but this is the beauty of dating in your 30s, right? You know what you want. Yeah. You're more confident in yourself. You're more secure. You also have done, you know, you've dated long enough to know that's what I won't accept. That's what I will accept. That's where my bar is. That's where, you know, so that's why dating in your 30s is actually, I think, so much easier and, and actually way more fun because you know what you're looking for. Yeah. Um. I think talking about children, whether you want children or not, is, is really important at 36, especially. Um, I think it's important to, yeah, family is a big one. Hey, speak about your family. Hey, speak about your friends. How they speak to waiters on dates is, Ooh, is yeah. really important. Um, how they speak to service people in general, but that's an Uber driver, a waitress, whatever. Um, hmm, what else? How they, what they ask about you mm-hmm. and, and what's important to you, how they listen to you, whether they sort of like throw things back that they've you said three dates ago and they've remembered it. Um, listening is really important. But, yeah, mainly it's just like sharing, making sure you share the same goals and morals and ethics because I think that's sort of what I found in my last relationship is that when it came down to it, um, if we were to bring up children, you know, our morals and ethics and what we believe weren't necessarily aligned. Yeah. And I think that I put off having those hard conversations because I'd been alone for so long and I was so desperate to be loved. I just wanted to be loved. Yeah. And I was happy to sort of, you know, stick my head in the sand or lift up the rug and sort of sweep a few things underneath. But then it was getting to the point where. You're like, yeah, we'll deal with that later. Hmm. But then yeah. it was later. Yeah. Then it was later. And I was thinking about children and kids and how we'd bring them up. And, yeah, I was like, fuck, uh-oh. Yeah. We actually – are very different and have mm. some, some di- very different ideas. 
I think it's like the, you know, the whole thing of opposites attract and I, I feel like I've always dated people very different to me. Mm. But then that's often why it doesn't work out because yeah. you are so different. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's tough finding the balance. Yeah. I've always dated people that are opposite to me as well, so the yin to the yang. But you do have to be aligned on those key topics and key, you know, kids, religion, politics. Like mm. I'm so happy to have a, a healthy debate with somebody but if you have completely opposing views on some of those big topics, I just don't know how you can move forward together. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's something that I, I discovered in my last relationship. Okay. I want to hear some examples of red flags playing out on a date. I can share one with you. Okay. You start. I went on a date. This was a setup, mm-hmm. blind date. So I was thinking it was a recommendation from someone who I really like and respect. So I was like, this will be like, Mm -hmm. sounds good. Got there and straight away I was like, "Mm, I had an iffy feeling. I sat down. It was kind of like a bit chilly in the restaurant. So I had my arms like this for people listening and not watching, just like not crossed, not in like a don't talk to me kind of way, but just like, you know, Mm -hmm. across my body. He grabbed my arms Reached over, grabbed my arms, and like put them by You're my side. Tell me this story, yeah. Oh, and straight away I put them back, and he was like, "Don't sit like that." I was like, "I'm cold," and also, "What? Like, don't tell so me aggressive. how." So aggressive. Also, there's like breaking the like no contact barrier, then, and there's like aggressively like grabbing your arms and telling me what to do. It was so weird. That was such an ick, and I was like, "Oh, we are off to a rocky start, buddy." I have, I have, I could sit here for literally hours and talk about this. Like quite literally, I was the first thing came to mind was (laughs) I was on a date with this guy and we were at a little wine bar, and he gets there and he's super awkward and that's fine, you know. First dates are awkward; people are shy, people are nervous. I can talk to a tree, Mm. um, so I tend to sort of like. Can you? "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Hello. (laughs) So I tend to like fill the space. Also, Mm. when I'm nervous, as you know, I babble. So if they're nervous and they're not giving me much, I will overcompensate. Anyway, I don't know if this is a red flag or this is just like a bad date story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, so he <laughs> – so we're on this date and I'm sort of like looking and talking and so I've looked I've, – for some reason I've like looked to my left and when I've come back – or maybe I went to the bathroom. Anyway, I've come back and he's put glasses on and he goes – I go, oh, you wear glasses? He goes, what do you think about these? And I was like, "Oh, like, do you do you need? Are they your glasses? Do you need glasses? Like, but what do you think? Hold on, like specs, like or- specs. Okay. And then he kept like turning and then taking them off and going, or is this better? <laughs> <laughs> like he was fucking Clark Kent changing from like Superman into the regular every day. But he was like, <laughs> is this better or is this better? <laughs> and I'm like." Do you need these glasses, sir? <laughs> or are you just wanting my opinion on these frames? Like, Where did it go from here? I basically asked for the bill and said, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> like, what the sweet shit. <laughs> you didn't want a Clark Kent, shame. What? I also like, oh, I mean, I was on Raya. Mm-hmm. Um, I can talk about it now because I've spoken about it so much they've kicked me off the app. So, which really sucked when I was single before I met Ned because I really wanted to get back in there. But 
Uh, Raya is the dating app for celebrities, if you weren't aware. Um, it's pretty wanky. Yeah, I know you're on it, doll. I'm not on it anymore. Mm. Anyway, it can be fun. <laughs> I basically just used it. It was just fun, like mm. especially when I was traveling. But um, the real flogs on Raya, like yeah. celebrities tend to be flogs. And I, there was a few, I won't mention who he is. Let's just say they work in the music industry. And I went, was chatting to them on Raya and they <laughs> tried to get me to come meet them in their hotel lobby for a drink. And I was, I was like, I know what this is, what you're implying. Mm. I was like, no, you can come around the corner at this other bar and meet me here. He's like, oh no, you can come to my hotel, meet me in my hotel lobby. I'm like, I'm not just going to come up to your hotel room. I think anything that's, anyone that's too forward is a, is a red flag. I think that, um, I mean, I'm happy to, I always pay on the first date. So like, really? That, yeah, always. Not hard. Do you things? know why? Because mm. I'm so convinced in my little paranoid, anxious brain that especially if the date's not going well, I'll pay because I don't want that, that boy, that person to walk back to his mates and say, Tully from Big Brother just wanted made my pa- yeah yeah so i've even often ordered their ubers home mm. especially if it's a bad day like i'll go above and beyond so that knowing i'm never going to see them again they have nothing but nice things to say about me to their mates god that's expensive um <laughs> there's some expensive experiences jesus especially when you've been doing it for eight years yeah but I don't know. In terms of red flags, I think that just rudeness is obviously one. Yeah. Um, someone being too pushy. I never really liked it when they'd try and suggest we meet up like that night. Mm. Like that to me just says they're after one thing. I used to have a rule where I'd make them chat to me on the apps for at least a week before I'd meet up with them in person. Okay. And also where would you meet? Like somewhere public? Public. I learned early on not to do dinner, not to like commit to a dinner. Really? Yeah. Because then I had a really bad day where I actually committed to dinner and then a concert. Mm. So it was like a seven-hour date that was horrendous. Oh, no. Horrendous. Okay, so, like, okay, would you suggest a um, a drink is like the like a good Yeah, yeah. a drink. Right. At like a, a wine bar where there's a possibility of food. Like Neptune. You know I love Neptune. If it's going well, you stay for yeah. food. If it's going badly, you get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. I think – but I think committing to like a dinner booking – and also something about sitting down, getting a menu, having to decide on an entree when you've just met a person is mm. kind of stressful. Yeah. I think meeting at a bar is, is way. Also even watching someone eat on, because, I mean, I hate mouth noises. I'm like, if you if we eat straight away, actually that's probably probably a good thing because <laughs> then I can know if you're going to be a really noisy eater, it's not going to work. What's it called? Mis- uh, misophonia. Misophonia. Yeah. It's very stressful. Um <laughs> <laughs> eating on a first day is risky like you don't want to go like even like oysters because everyone goes to order oysters on a date because like they're an aphrodisiac blah 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 um but trying to like it can get messy get do Mm. do you just go the slurp do you get a little spoon do you turn away do you quietly just like hog it back it's just so many things could go wrong (laughs) and then you're supposed to sit in there going because it's kind of like you know you have to Mm, anyway tacos tricky don't do ribs that was a no burgers, tacos, um, pasta with red sauce. Mm-hmm. All messy, bad ideas. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. hot dogs, too phallic. <laughs> you know I love hot. I love hot dogs. She loves a hot. Dog. Like take me to IKEA, give me a two dollar hot dog, and I'll marry you. IKEA Bunnings. No IKEA. No the shit. Like the shitter, the better. Mm. Like I want the oh the, the bread with all the sugar and like the like penis looking like sad <laughs> hot dog. 
On like, that note. Like, I don't want a fancy bratwurst. I want just like a Frankfurt that's been overcooked in some disgusting water. That you don't know what is actually in it. No. Daniel's going to ask us some quick fire questions. Oh, okay. Can't wait. I'm nervous. Like, Do you know the questions? No. Oh. Okay. Neither of us do. <laughs> has to be the first thing that comes to mind. No thought process, just straight away. Oh, answer. that's very easy for me. That's how I operate generally. Oh so. All right. There will be a ticking. Tick, tick, tick. But okay. we won't put it in your ears. One thing you can't live without. Is, does it have to be like a thing thing? My comb. Yeah. Mm. Mine's probably that too. I have, a, I have like a comb in my handbag that I use when I'm anxious. It I goes can't say the everywhere. same as you. Let me say lip balm. Boring. Sorry. <laughs> You've already answered this, but best dating app. Hinge. I mean, I'm I can't I can't speak for any of them, but I'll just You gonna... liked Raya when you were on it. She hey, says, I went on a couple of days. You liked Raya. <laughs> you had fun on Raya. You kind of already answered this too, but go to comfort food. Oh, that's fun. Uh Easy Mac. Mine is Yochi. Mm. Yeah. Biggest regret. <laughs> Did you watch my 2013 season of Big Brother? <laughs> um, there's one that I could say, but I won't say. Um, no, actually, this is going to be a shitty answer probably, but like I don't want to regret. I don't regret anything because... Lame. No, I know, but it all led all right, me to... All right, you're on Connery. <laughs> <laughs> I've, that's something I've worked on in therapy, hey? Sorry. <laughs> props, yeah. props to Olivia. Snaps for me. No, I, I have... I did. I regretted a few things, but I've been working on that because I feel like I don't want to regret anything because it's led me to this point where I feel really mm-hmm. good now. You yeah. Know? Proud yeah. of you. Thanks, girl. Most embarrassing song on your playlist? I'm going to say The Tide Is High by Atomic Kitten because I <laughs> love that song. And my siblings, when I bought the single when I was younger, they gave me so much shit that I cried. And then I'm like, you know what? Stuff you guys. I like this song. I'm going to listen to it. So it's on my Spotify and it's kind of embarrassing, but I also like it. Okay. I'm not embarrassed by anything on my, okay. on my Spotify playlist. I stand by and back all of my choices. <laughs> um, in saying that, we did recently see um, the Grace musical and my boyfriend and I came home and had a Grease sing-along in bed. That's so cute. Um, so I don't even know what's called. The one where it's like, jang, 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 that's the way we could. We go together. We go together. Yeah. There we go. Good answer. But also like the grit, like the musical version, not like the movie soundtrack version. Yeah. There are different versions. <laughs> but I'm not embarrassed by it and I have no regrets. <laughs> do you believe in love at first sight? Oh, Kind of. Yeah, I kind of do too now. I don't know if I believe ugh, love at first sight. I mean, it took me and my boyfriend 10 days to say I love you, which is pretty quick. That is quick. Um, I don't know if I believe I don't in love at first sight. It I can't be knew. love. I can't, yeah. I knew that was something special. I didn't think I'm in love with you, but I thought this, is, this has got legs. This is going to go somewhere. There's like connection at first sight, not necessarily Vibes love. at first sight. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest red flag. Oh, anyone that's racist, homophobic, misogynist, like it's, yeah. yeah they're good ones. Also, um, if they don't respect their mum. If they're rude to waste. Yeah, they, I mean, we could be here again all day. I think that's just a really big one though. Like if they don't respect their mum, I feel like they just don't respect women. Mm. And if they chew mm. their food really loud. That too. <laughs> <laughs> biggest, biggest green flag then. Oh. oh, there's so many green flags. I think for me it's kind to strangers and like treating all people the same like that they're the same version of themselves across the board yeah um i 
I mean, the reason, one of the reasons why I fell for Ned was I got to watch him with his nieces. Watching a guy be good with kids. Mm, that is a green flag. Um, is, yeah, a huge green flag for me. Also just makes my ovaries burst. <laughs> Go-to karaoke song. Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> Out of the Woods by Taylor Swift. Phone call or text? Text. Phone call. Absolutely not. Oh, it depends who it is. No. I'm throwing that phone across the room. Yeah, you're a true mm. millennial. Mm. I, yeah, I like a text throughout the day, but I love a phone call at night. And you occasionally voice note as well. Yes, I do. I like to talk. But then you apologize. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. That was five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll say, hey, I'm sending you a voice note because I know you hate speaking on the phone, but this is easy to do via this. So, yeah. like, she knows me well. I do. What do you regret spending money on? I bought my ex one of those e-scooters and um, he used it a couple of times and then took a job overseas and left me behind with the e-scooter. That is a fair <laughs> regret. I thought it was an amazing gift, but yeah. apparently, hmm, see you later. I think probably just like clothes that I, at the time, I'm like, I need this thing and I spend more than I should because girl mouths, I justify it and then don't wear it enough. What about the house reno? I don't regret the house reno. That was that was good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm glad I spent the money I spent on my house. Um, but thanks, Tully. <laughs> <laughs> What's a fashion trend that should come back? That should come back? Yeah. Oh, I could rattle off a million that shouldn't come back. One that should come back. That's the next question. Do you know what? Oh, really? <laughs> Do you know what? Bring back, I reckon we bring back the cargo pants that you can zip off and they become shorts. Mm. <laughs> I like the option, especially living in Melbourne. Some days it's cold and then it's sunny and then it's cold again. I would like to be able to make my pants shorts and then pants as I choose. We could wear them in here because I could be... <laughs> It'll be cold outside, come in here, it's hot, just zip it off and then you'll be happy out. Also, hair mascara. I loved that. What? Hair mascara. Hair mascara. Am I that old that you don't remember that? Oh, like colourful. Yeah. I'm thinking like at Miss Universe, they the girls with really dark hair would use mascara to like fill in little um, bits where you could see their scalp. Oh. Like, you know. No, I spent like the fun like bright blue that you'd like put through oh. your little fringe bits. Cute. Hmm. Um, it's hard because I feel like most of like the nineties, early two thousands trends that I really liked have come back. Mm -hmm. Um, they've come back already. So, you know, like baggy pants, things that actually, when I, when they were around at the time and I was a really awkward gal, I wouldn't have embraced them. So Mm. it's nice that now I'm a bit more confident and I'm like, I'm going to wear these. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's one that should disappear? You, in the last Q&A, said the mesh shoes. Yeah. I hate, I hate those mesh shoes. Oh, good. They're so ugly. Yeah. Um, low-rise jeans. I also don't love... Um, You've got low-rise, no? No, like low, 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 like 90s, like mm. your vagina is almost hanging out. Okay. Um, G-string up the back. Yeah. Kathy. No, absolutely not. Kim and style. velour tracksuits. They're gross. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't like the feeling of that. of it. And it's not the feeling of velour, like the velvet. It's the feeling of the velvet on other fabrics. Like if I was sitting in the in the, the tracksuit now, it would be like feeling weird on this fabric anyway. Yep, that's me, the velour tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> that's like your version of my noisy eating. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't want to see those coming back. Also, I'm not a trucker hat girl. No. Like, they already are kind of back. That's not a trucker hat, is it, Daniel? Good. 
Um, yeah, not a fan. Like with you don't the like Von Dutch. You don't like I, mesh. Oh my god, yes, I hate mesh. Yeah. That must be it. Just not like the Von Dutch big trucker hats. Yeah, that mm. that kind of thing. They're really yucky. I don't like them. Agreed. That's all for quick That's fire. It. Amazing. Well Good job. Mm, well done, Tully. Oh, thanks. You win. Thanks. Whatever it is. <laughs> um, I think you answered faster than me, so you do win. Thank you so much. Um, I would love to know if you were to go back to Tully when you first started your single gal journey, um, what advice would you give her? I mean, I think I've, I'm so proud of myself for never giving up on putting myself out there despite how many times I'd been kicked down. Like mm-hmm. my poor little heart was so tired and it just never gave up. I just, I truly believed that there was someone out there for me. I didn't want to settle. I mean, that's my advice. Don't settle. Mm-hmm. I didn't settle, but it, there were times when it, that was hard. Um, but I knew that I knew what I wanted. I knew what, what I deserved. And I knew that it was out there and I didn't want to settle for less. And I'm so glad that I didn't because now I have this amazing man who is just incredible, kind, driven, brilliant, funny, stunning, like he's prettier than me. It's really annoying. Um, who has a golden retriever. Like he is a golden retriever and he has a golden retriever. <laughs> but I think that, you know, we've said this before as well. Like I, you know, sometimes I'm like, I wish I'd met you sooner, but I think I needed to Every, everything happens for a reason. Everything mm-hmm. had to happen in the, in the way that it did for me to be ready to accept that kind of a man into my life. Because I think for a long time I was accepting a lot less because I thought I deserved a lot less. Yeah. Um, so the advice would be you are worthy. You deserve it all. Um, and, yeah, don't settle. Don't give up because you will find your person. Oh. So cute. That almost made me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to finish with oranges and lemons. Mm-hmm. And the lemon is something that's happened today that wasn't so great. And then your orange is your highlight of the day so far. It's only the morning, so it's fresh. Mm-hmm. You can use the weekend if you prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, hit me with your lemon first and then your orange. My lemon is that I've been away in Sydney this weekend and so my cat has been uh, – coming up playing a mark she has tried to dig to china in one of my pot plants and there is soil and bark all over my apartment amazing yeah so my robo vacuum is as we speak clean that up oh yeah perfect but that was just really annoying to come back to yeah that's lemon. just shit everywhere <laughs> <laughs> what's your orange my orange is i yeah i had my best friend's wedding over the weekend and i got to go home and spend time with some of my oldest dearest friends it was beautiful weather it was a really lovely day catching up with old friends and yeah i just feel really grounded and like my cup is full so that is my orange i love that mm. um i love you i love you what's my lemon oh kim my friend kim gave me a um a little a couple of herbs in little pots cute. as a Christmas present. Super cute. But my apartment isn't so great for growing well, herbs, it would seem. Um, but one of them died. It's been like three days and it died. And I think I'm like a bit of a green thumb. So I'm like, what's going on? And then I found these disgusting bugs in it. So that rocked me. That was this morning. Ew. Yeah. Ew, that gives me the heavy juice. I know, me too. <laughs> that <laughs> was 11. Makes you feel like they're crawling on you now. You're yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and my orange is seeing you so happy. Oh, don't. Yeah. No, I will cry. I was just thinking of gotten through this whole episode without crying. I know. It's Thanks, okay. Mom. I didn't mean to make you cry, but yeah, I, it makes me very happy seeing you so happy. It's Thank been a you. journey to get there, but mm. it's really nice to see. Thanks, Liv. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think, yeah, we both deserve happiness. 
Thanks, and I'm sure we'll we'll get there in the end. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, we'll have a lot of fun figuring it out. That's true. Now, I know like before we did this ep, there's so many things that I want to talk about with you and there are lots of other topics. So I feel like we've got to get you back on for those. But in the interim, where can everybody find you? Oh, well, um, you find me on Instagram at T-T-E-E underscore Smythe. You can also find me on TikTok and under the same handle. Um, is that probably about it? And in South Yarra, doing yeah. laps of the tan. I mean, barely. It's um, <laughs> only if you ask me and I'm like, all right, fine, I'll go walk. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, hanging, out, hanging out in South Yarra at Paran Markets on a Saturday buying fresh flowers. Beautiful. Thank you for coming on. Thank and thanks for, for all of your me. advice. I feel like everyone's going to have such good profiles from this. I mean, good luck. Yeah, I mean, if I can find somebody, I'm sure you can. Like, it, it can't be that hard, right? Oh, Tully, you're a real catch. Love you. Love you. Thanks for listening to Tell Me More. This show wouldn't be possible without you. If you'd like to show your support, please subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite platforms and don't forget you can watch full episodes on YouTube and Spotify.